0: Hello everybody, welcome again to the Sunday episode of Me canada.com or MM2C and Online Presence Building, OPB. This is me again, Ben. In this Sunday episode, we invite fellow immigrants to share their experiences when they move to Canada. We have our guest for today. We will ask him about his journey to Canada and learn from his experience. His name is Andrew. And hi, Andrew. Thanks for being here. Welcome to my podcast. Hey, nice to meet you too, Ben. First of all, I would like to ask you, how and when did you find out about MM2C? I think I found you on
1: the website MM2C while I was Googling or browsing the um, the. I was trying to find a source, additional information about uh, migrating to Canada. I, I think at that time, fortunately, you were also working in Singapore, so we had the same background. Then I think that um, you're the right person to talk to about it, and plus that you have like a lot of uh, information on your website that's really helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's how so, I found yeah. you. For our listeners, we I have a website called me moving to canada blogspot dot com and. This is where I put all my um, documentation about my tr- moving to Canada. So, um, can you tell us about your background, where did you come from before moving oh, okay. to Canada? So, um, I'm from Indonesia
1: and I came to Singapore before, a long time ago, in 2012. So, at the time I was working in Singapore for about seven years. Then. In 2019, I decided to uh, make my move to, to Canada um, in November last year. And I'm an, myself, you know, I'm a civil engineer. So I came to Canada through the scheme of FSW, for instance, workers at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then civil
0: engineers was in big demand at that time. Yeah, that's how I made my journey okay so you're stable there like you are are, uh you're an engineer in back home and how did you decide to move here well i was working in singapore in year
1: 2014 well i think if i went back way way before i came to singapore even i was i i was i had canada in my side to go there but at that time my um my requirements like my points working experience was not sufficient enough then i then i decided maybe i'll go to singapore first um make my living gaining some experience Uh, because in indonesia uh, even though you have experience sometimes uh, they cannot be used they are not like um, they don't have any credibility to be used for points, especially in uh, professional experience points uh, in, in the end uh, of the PR here. So I think uh, working in Singapore is a boost, was a boost for me for uh, uh, gaining more points for that professional experience. That's why. So I was spent there for about seven years. Uh, no, I think from 2012 uh, to the, to. The, to the, to 2014, when I submitted my application, and uh, my uh, my point was good enough, I submitted everything before uh, uh, end of 2014, and luckily for me, 2015 the scheme was changed to um, express entry, if I wasn't wrong. It was even more tougher because I was I was rushing the application using the point system before end of 2014 and um, i was waiting in waiting in period for about two years until they said that i got it approved got my visa stamp that was in january 2016. so i think one year plus from one to two years plus for waiting period yeah Mm
0: -hmm. And it's a big score for those who are working away from their country, like in Singapore. Um, if you can see yeah. the Express Entry, and there's yeah. like a points there if you're working ab- uh, abroad, right? And, yes. Uh, yeah, it's a big uh, points, additional points for the Express Entry. So probably it right. right. yes. helps us think a lot it makes sense that we, it helped us um, to have more points on that. Okay. And then I believe, so. yeah. So you decided and did you tell your relatives and friends and family when you have decided and what's their reaction? This one is a big story.
1: Well, for me, um, when I got my approval back in 2016, I was, still working in Singapore at the time. And and then it took me about I, I came in I came to Canada is a bit late. That's why. Then from 2016 to 2019 I was still working in Singapore. Then I and most of the cousins my family thought that I almost abandoned my plan to
0: come to Canada. Are you are they discouraging you to go to Canada? Yeah they they
1: they discouraged me to come to Canada because it's number one is so far away then number two um they thought like I was like beginning from zero again, so I was basically going against the flow against the mainstream a lot of a lot of discourage it it took me a lot of effort to come to here a lot of sacrifice man
0: for me um because our situation in Singapore and with my wife and kids we are away from each other right so it's yeah. it for us to decide that we're going to canada yeah of course yeah. we have relatives that will discourage you and probably your parents but for you your parents are supportive right parents is the biggest factor because um because
1: my brother is not in in my home country and myself at that time was away from my home country in Singapore, not so far away, but still, you know, different countries.
0: Yeah. So, and then you you proceed with your application, and you receive the visa. So, how was it? Well, how's the experience receiving the
1: visa?
0: Uh, I don't know. I should be happy
1: or not. I know <laughs> I should be happy, but I think at that time it was like, I feel like I was drinking water. You know, that's all. A bit shocked, yeah, but a bit worried. Also, have a lot. Because uh I'm just worried about, yeah, wh- what am I going to do here? Where should I begin? I don't have any relatives here. yeah, and then um my age at the time I was I was moving a lot. previously I was work, I was studying in us working in uS, then to Singapore, then end up here again in Canada, North America. So a lot of a lot of considerations, a lot of worry, but uh, you're gonna take a leap of weight, right?
0: Mm, yeah. And how about the landing experience that you experienced? Yeah. Uh, my landing experience? Yes. Um luckily uh,
1: you know I did my first landing in 2016. Uh, because one year after I got my visa I need to be here right
0: uh-huh.
1: so um, I already knew some community um, some indo communities from a website I uh, sorry from a forum mailing list this koto that's how I knew uh, that community so um, there was one guy that was really good so um, I stay in his house in Richmond, B.C. for about maybe five days or four days. I didn't quite remember just for the sake of uh, opening the lock of my visa because I need to be there within one year. Did my first landing. And then after that, in two days after my landing, then uh, I didn't stay that long in Vancouver and I flew back again to Singapore to work from
0: 2016. Oh. To 2019,
1: uh-huh. So I was in comfort zone, I would say that. Yeah.
0: hmm So you made your last uh the previous landing was last year. And I think uh, I think yeah. I so
1: so my my first landing in 2016 November. Uh-huh because I got my visa in January 2016. So they gave me one year period to to Canada. Uh, so I entered Vancouver, November 2016 for about four or five days. I stayed in my friend's house in Richmond. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then after that, I uh, flew to US because I had my brothers over there. Then I came back again to Singapore. Then my second arrival, to Canada was in 2018 December. Uh, I was driving from Seattle to Vancouver. So that means so you there have. Was, so basically, there was a big gap.
0: Okay, so that means you have uh, an a uh, US visa there, so you can travel to your brother, and then you can also travel to Canada. Is there any issues with that? Uh, no
1: US visa, no issue, but I was a bit worried about entering to Canada, Vancouver, in December 2018. Because while I was driving, entering the border, the immigration visa uh, on that Canadian side asked me uh, some questions. They didn't ask my parents. Uh, they asked me some questions like, uh, wow, you were you have been away for a long time. Uh, why are you coming back here again? And then I just replied, I was... Going to apply for my SIN, social insurance number, because and in 2016 the computer had some issues at Service Canada, so uh, that's my explanation to the officers. And the officers was just nodding his head. I think mm-hmm. yeah, I got in, but it was like a warning sign
0: for me. You know, so many of our, uh, I think most of the immigrants. Have their own challenges when they move to Canada, and yeah. probably you can share your most difficult issue you've encountered when you moved to Canada, and how did you overcome that? I think the most difficult
1: challenge for me moving to Canada, uh, number one, is not about job, but it's about yourself, your 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 mental. You, that's your biggest obstacle. Um, for my case, the biggest one happened in. Uh, I think I believe in uh, September or October 2019 because I had a lot of a lot of thinking like how am I supposed to talk with my uh, my boss in Singapore. Um, I did mention about then um, what is the next step uh, the housing uh, in uh, then I said I decided to go to Toronto because uh, some some things you know. Uh, I think most um, and then uh, number three, uh, where should I begin? So number one, I talked with my boss. I gave them one month notice. It was quite difficult too because they keep talking. They discouraged me, um, you know, just complete the project because at the time I was in construction. So my job was a site, uh, a contract basis, not permanent one. Mm-hmm. So they told me stay for a while until April or May 2020 then you make your move then i said uh sorry i cannot do that because um i have been away for a long time from canada i'm just worried about my my status my pr status because it's clearly mentioned that i need to fulfill 730 days within five years right and then uh i just keep going forward i wasn't thinking i wasn't thinking about money anymore if i thought about uh money i want to make more salary i would end up in singapore for sure but i was looking for something that cannot be uh value in money like experience in canada is totally different so i just keep forward uh even though my boss said uh you know you make your move there uh before the project you might end up with bad credit at PUB because my project was uh, was in PUB Singapore, government project. But I kept insisting, okay, now my my decision was solid and I just, uh, I gave you one more notice and that's it. I just play by the rule and then I still maintain good relationship with them. Number two about uh, housing. Uh, luckily I got this, um, I already made some friends even before I uh, like, even even though like two or one years before I made my move, so I know some people that I can stay in in their house. Uh, they pick me up when I first land in. Uh, when they pick me up when I did my landing in uh, Toronto. That's my number three landing. That is ongoing from November onward until now. Uh, I stay in Stratford for a while, for about a week. Then uh, I need to move again to uh, North York area. Uh, that one is settled, no issue. And number three is how you overcome your... Uh, where do you begin? Uh, what is your mental status? What is your, uh, your mind status, mindset? That one is very difficult because um, uh, I was so far away from family, uh, I'm still single. No, no wife, you know, no girlfriend too. Then um, just me myself, alone, far away from parents. Uh, But uh, you know, you need to look, you need to keep your eyes open, then your ears open like a sponge. You absorb a lot of information, you know. And whenever you have a job offer, just take it, even though it sucks. But that's a good beginning. So I did my first job experience in uh, as a dishwasher. So I wash this. Then I, uh, in a small community uh, area. Then after that, I knew some people over there working. Uh, then he introduced me so that I worked in Sheraton Hotel in January. Uh, and then uh, dumped, and then the other one is that I was that I attended um, class for newcomer. Uh, my landlord, my previous landlord, introduced me to that class. It is called ELT, uh, Enhanced Language Training, to improve your English, but more specialized for engineers. So ELT had, uh, ELT has a lot of uh, departments. For example, in accounting. Those are for the accountant people, uh, engineering, for all engineers, uh, for IT, for IT people. They have a lot of groups. So I was lucky enough. It's a free class for permanent residents. Um, so I attended the class. Uh, the job developer then introduced me to my internship, the one I'm doing right now, the one that uh, very specific to my major. So it's crazy imagining that I was doing my Sheraton Hotel job and also I was doing my internship. So I was really busy in February, March. Then suddenly the COVID things, the Corona things hit. Then I got laid off my Sheraton Hotel. Oh. So, but luckily I was doing two feet. I was doing A and B job at that time. Mm-hmm. So I lose A job, but I still have my B job.
0: Yeah. And, uh, and the government is helping us with those who, are, who lost their job with a uh, CERB, like Canada Emergency Response Benefit, right? Yeah. So, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's a big oh. help.
1: That's really big help.
0: Yes, because two weeks ago, I was for low. They call it for low, where you have to stop working and there's no pay. So, the I applied for the CERB in the Canadian government. Oh, okay. Yeah, they give us $500 a week. $500 a week.
1: Or uh, $2,000 a month, right? Something like that.
0: Or $2,000 a month, but the minimum of for uh, 14 days.
1: Oh, okay. You're right.
0: Yeah, so... And,
1: uh, yes. and I think if I can suggest to newcomers, Maybe they can try some light part-time job like Uber Drive. Sorry, like Uber Walk,
0: uh-huh.
1: because I'm also doing Uber Walk. So I deliver food. You know, uh, I don't have car. but You can walk. You can use bicycle. This kind of thing is. Uh, it's not too bad, really. It's really helpful. I can do. Um, I can do. Uh, maybe like four or five delivery within five hours. Have during uh, dinner time, then uh, I can bring about maybe about thirty or forty dollars a day. It's not too bad. Really? right yeah.
0: so at least you have um, a cash flow going and you can it can support your daily needs, you know.
1: Yeah, you just have to do whatever you don't you don't you don't you don't you don't choose because time is very difficult. Whatever you, grab, you can grab in front of you, just take it. That's my, that's my suggestion. And whatever happened, whatever, whatever you did before in your back home country, what, whatever job you did, the position you did, just don't compare it with the one that you're doing right now in Canada. Yeah. Or else you will feel like you, you will become really stressful. Like, why am I downgrading doing this kind of job?
0: Yes, you need to have a humility to, to, uh, to go down on a lower level. Yeah, you have. Right. yeah,
1: yeah. You're right. I was I was doing this washer. You know, that's my first job when I was in the yeah. US in 2000, back in 2003. While I was doing my uh, college, so I'm doing the same thing again. You know, this washer, but it's
0: okay. You know? yeah, it feels degrading, but you know, it once. Because if you're new in the country, you have to prove yourself, you know?
1: Correct. Canada has their own standard. You cannot just bring your own standard back your home country, to Canada. Uh, They don't care about it.
0: Yes, you're right. Okay, so thank you for your time, Andrew. I really appreciate it. And uh, thank you for being in my podcast. And I hope to see you soon. After the... Quarantine. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's going to be open soon, right? Yes, Um, um, they're slowly opening the hardware's some non-essential businesses. They're slowly opening it. I've uh, heard. I've uh, watched the new uh, the live of um, Premier Doug Ford, and he said, "Is they're opening slowly, uh, one by one." And the the school will be the last
1: yeah.
0: establishment to be opened.
1: Oh, the school. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: It okay. can be all by online right now around May 31. Oh, my. Last. Okay. Thank you. Okay, Thank you so Andrew, up, for the time. And uh, okay, guys, we have a blast of amazing experience here from Andrew and the advices that uh, he gave us. And uh, thanks for listening and see you. Bye bye. Take care, man. Bye.